Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Okay. Check, check, check. All right, recording. Right okay, so mm-hmm. I was talking to this, my grandpa a few a few months back, and uh, <laughs> I asked him, after 65 years, you still call grandma darling, beautiful, honey, what's the secret? And he said, I forgot her name five years ago, and I'm scared <laughs> to ask. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no? It's a good you point. were reading it while I was reading I it. I wasn't so. reading it, but I've heard you say it before. <laughs> oh. So funny. You are so funny. People, we've been married for all going on 15 years, so there's not a lot I've said that you haven't heard before. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, everyone. I'm Ryan. I'm Selena. And we are the voices and authors behind Fierce Marriage, Mm -hmm. which is a blog. It's a blog. It is uh, this podcast. It is also a new book that we have just uh, announced it will be released in about four weeks, <clears throat> five weeks. What's it called? Well, it's called Fierce Marriage. That's why I said it's also a book. Oh. You, there's a there's a chapter on communication in there. You should read it. <laughs> you should read it. I think I wrote that one. Uh, you well, wrote the sex and intimacy. Well. well. <laughs> <laughs> Our names are by what we wrote. You always say, like, I, I'm some, like, I'm just the authority on <laughs> sex and intimacy. <laughs> I think that was just a season in no, our lives when you, you couldn't saying. have it. You, you know what? You know what I'm saying. Anyway, don't try to fight me, ladies on a and gentlemen. Aspect. If you're still listening, we're in rare form because <laughs> we had lunch before. <laughs> we I, we ate before. Usually, yeah, we don't. We eat after. This is could be a new <clears> thing for <throat> us because after this, we're going to see a movie, a matinee. It's, it's the greatest showman. Right? Yeah, we love it. And yeah, we, it's show. a second. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I always do that. I can never remember. Okay, we need to hurry this because I don't want to miss previews. Yeah, I love if we don't the leave here in like you know 30 that. minutes, you know that <clears> I we will miss previews. previews, which is a big part and of Selena's life. And don't judge us for seeing a matinee. You don't even know the hours we work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't people wanna, are judging us. I don't even want to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a special thing. It's All the last right. day in theaters near us, so it we is. are making it a priority in our Hopefully lives. Hopefully they don't close it down, because we're the only two tickets that bought it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have the whole theater to ourselves. We should just make out the whole time. Nope. I got music to listen to. <laughs> if we're the only ones in there, there may be some dance parties happening. The stakes happening. are high. So, anyway, I, I closed where, the I thing. I know. I don't know where we're supposed to go now. <laughs> so, well, so, today, I'm excited. We're talking about <clears throat> anger in marriage, um, which kind of stems from a podcast that I listened to, talking about anger in well, moms and angry moms. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. <laughs> and parents dealing with anger with their children. All right. Um, but I felt like it, there we deal with a lot of anger in our marriage. Am I right? Maybe uh, I'm the only one that does this. Well, a lot is a relative term, right? You and I deal with anger. My, well, there's frustration. Anger. There's conflict. But it's not like it's not like I'm. You know, it's not like we are. <laughs> No, but we're ex- I'm excited to talk about this and to dive into the Bible, what it says, and just kind of understanding it um, at a deeper level. So, with Sorry, that, I had to pull up the rundown because I closed otherwise it. we don't know where we're going. <clears throat> I closed it without <laughs> thinking. So, um, <clears throat> do you want to do the heart check? Yeah. So I'm actually. So this is if you're not familiar, we Selena and I use this as a tool to stay kind of 
connected a little bit deeper because yeah. it's it's easy to just gloss over important stuff. So every week, at least, we ask each other this question. We've actually and we've uh, three questions, and we've taken this podcast as an opportunity to to do mm-hmm. it more habitually. Yeah. So the three the heart check consists of three questions. It's what book is in your hand, what voice is in your ear, and what's stirring in your heart. Uh, for me, I'm actually between books, and I'm trying to find another good book. I just finished the one I was reading called um, Of Other Worlds by mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis. Amazing. If you like, uh, I really enjoy knowing what's, what goes into fiction. <clears throat> and namely, C.S. Lewis obviously has written some really great fiction. Uh, but he goes into like the theory of like why why fantasy and science fiction and those are those are um, kind of formats that are of merit. See, when he was writing, a fantasy was like the lowest form of mm-hmm. literature. And he was advocating for it. So my, how the times have changed. Yeah, seriously. And I, I like it a lot because I feel like books should awaken the imagination. They should inspire awe and wonder. They should captivate hearts and minds and fantasy and science fiction for me does that because it, it really just, it, I think God has created us to think and imagine creatively. Right. Anyway, so that book's over. (laughs) That book is over. (laughs) (laughs) This book is over. I need you to say find you're the looking next for one. Another one? <clears throat> yeah. You should try the Bible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just goodness. <laughs> and right. now we jump into anger. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. So voices in my ear. I've been listening to a new podcast called Reading Writers. I'm really into the craft of writing lately. And that Reading Writers is by um, two guys that I think they, they are in the publishing industry. I get to work with one of them, Dave, if you're listening to this. Hey, man. Uh, anyway, the, it, they basically just talk about like how to, how to have a diverse kind of reading habits and whatnot. That's awesome. And they, they get into some other that. books. They read some stuff that I don't like, uh, but that's fine because I'm learning what they appreciate about it. And maybe I'll like it. Yeah. Um, they like uh, one of the – I don't – you have to forgive me, but I don't know the guy, other guy's name. Uh, but he is uh, – uh, he, he likes like memoirs and like biographies of like celebrities and music people and stuff. And I'm just like, <clears throat> not my, not my bag, but, uh, anyway. And then what's stirring in my heart? Um, uh, well we, so in fierce husbands, which is a group on Facebook, um, we've, I've kind of, I, I've, I've not <laughs> led the conversation because I've been so busy <clears throat> getting ready for this book launch. Like when it actually releases, and so we've been trying to tell people about it. And There's the pre-book launch, the book launch, and then post-book launch. Yes, yeah, so we're in the <laughs> pre, pre-launch phase right now for people who want to buy it. And uh, if you buy two copies, you get all this like free physical bonuses. Not free stuff. So, yeah, physical bonuses. Like, yeah, like things that we ship to you, yes. like these silicone rings that we specially designed. Mm-hmm. If you order a number of copies, you get a study free guides, 31-day pursuit this, challenge. You yeah. get a study guide emailed to you. So. There's a lot of nuts and bolts, bolts with how those pieces yeah. work. Anyway, that's a sidebar. So uh, what's draining? And heart? so I haven't been leading the husbands <laughs> group as well. And this uh, this week, I actually I just felt convicted. I got in there on a Tuesday morning, and I was just like, "Hey, what does it mean to be a man?" So it's it's all about manhood and being a husband after God's heart. And it's great. And man, some of the responses have been really great. And then this morning, I got up. And we um, was just asking the guys about prayer requests. And, man, it's just amazing to see the body of Christ, men ministering to men in a safe place mm-hmm. um, where it's just it's all about just bearing one another's burdens, um, as we read in, in Galatians 6. Mm-hmm. So it's so good. And um, I've just it's been stirring in my heart for a number of months now, but <clears throat> I feel like it's coming to a head in terms of knowing how to actually um, 
articulate and um, understand what it means to be a man. It's awesome. Like a, a, a true man, like as God would, as God designed us, right? Not just culturally, right. but um, how we how we initiate and with our families and whatnot. So anyway, that was a lot more than I wanted to say. See, when you go said. first, you have <clears throat> lots to talk about, huh? Yeah, so you have uh, 30 seconds. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what book is in your hand? To be honest, um, I too am in between books. I'm waiting for one to arrive from Amazon. Um, so uh, our little one is super into the Pout Pout Fish book. It's so cute how she says it to us. Literature, it's, li- literary gold. It's pow pow bish, not fish. It's pow pow bish. It's Watch like all mouth. one world. It's cute, and we read it probably five times a day. How does she say easily. octopus? Octopus. Opticus. It's opticus. <laughs> Octopus. And then what's the other one? Opt. Opt. opt Anyways, her opticus. her vocabulary is expanding. She's interacting yeah. so much more. The stage between one and two is you know it's kind of whiny and full of sounds and then when the voice like the words start coming together it's just really sweet how they're intentional and you just start understanding them yeah um, it's actually one of the sweetest things the other day really i asked is. her if she wanted a hug and she goes no <laughs> <laughs> and i was a little offended but i love that she it's answered so me yeah with a with the, yeah, honest with answer. response yeah, yeah it was so sweet <clears throat> um what voices in your ear my friend katie sent me a podcast uh she texted it to me it's by rebel parenting uh it says episode 71 so they've been doing it for a while wendy speak is on it i'm talking about her book uh triggers i don't know if you've heard that and i guess they did another one called parent scripts i don't know if it's out yet anyways it it was great quick podcast good content um which is this is actually kind of where the the topic for today came out of and it, it was just really challenging but also very clarifying um in being in your role as a parent so that that's been great hmm. um and just affirming uh, what's stirring in your heart? Um, oh gosh, I think, I feel like there's a lot. If I could pull out one thing, it's, um, it's just kind of s- slowing down life and being okay with that. And I know That's that good. sounds very generic, especially with little kids, but seriously, I think God is just like, slow down and it does, it shouldn't even feel like it's slow. It should, yeah. you're, it should be normal. Our, our world is so fast and we're yeah. missing. And again, I think he's deta- he's attaching um, that understanding and stirring to the word delight. Like we can't delight in something if we're just like driving past it fast. Yeah, delight you know? is not fast. It's, right? Yeah, delight exactly. It ta- you have captive, to slow down and you have right? to let it go deep and yeah. you have to take time to simmer in it and experience it. So anyways, God's just continually showing himself faithful That's good. in that. Maybe so. finally you'll notice me. Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so getting on to our discussion, um, I, I don't mean to lead this a little bit, but I just, I think anger is kind of, my thing well <laughs> one okay. of my and i'm more vocal think, about it <laughs> i think it's clear to you need to know like what anger actually looks like because it's right when, it's not it can be you're talking about it on all levels the tiny levels right. frustration Reactions, all the way up to like, like shouting at each other right and mad. right um so throw yeah. hot sandwiches at your face <clears throat> it's happened it's happened it was warm yeah and she threw it at my face and i, I ducked he deserved I'm it a ninja <laughs> What? It's so, splattered on the wall behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, um, we just kind of want to unpack, like, what does anger look like in your marriage? What is it? If you sit there and think, okay, what is what are some angry moments that we've had and how have we dealt with them and why have they come, come around? Like, why do you get angry? Why do you make yeah. me angry, Ryan? <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> but what does anger... So... I don't know. Yeah. You can tell me probably more better than I can tell myself. I don't feel like I, I know myself well, but I know that I get, I react 
Um, if my emotions are involved, I'll react quick and I'll react passionately mm-hmm. and emotionally and it's it's just never good. I've learned that about myself that I need to to slow down. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I always, the way I look at it and the way I've, I mean, in myself at least and from what I've observed is that anger is always some byproduct, yeah. right? It's well, always I, the outcome of some root thing that's happening right right, right. And it's so, not just me like feel i'm feeling attacked but why am i feeling attacked is my heart like is my heart like hardened towards you for some reason or, right. or is there some selfish motive that i'm right. like trying to deal with so or hide to, and to give just the the from a guy's perspective i can't remember who talked about it but someone i was reading an article they said you know if men if men feel like insecure or they feel uh if they feel like their worth is in question they will either lash out in anger or they will um, turn inward pa- in, into passivity, right? Hmm. And so in that case, I feel like that's – every time I've been like had a really short fuse or not, not been loving in my communication, which I would call anger, hmm. like if I'm just not being <clears throat> super um, – if I'm not leading you and loving you well and mm-hmm. talking, leading through the conversation, that's usually coming from some place of uh, insecurity yeah. and brokenness. Yeah. And usually for me, my big hop, my areas of <laughs> problems are like if work is not going the way I think it should right. or, you know, um, because we're self-employed, like if the income's not there, mm-hmm. I start getting stressed. I don't trust a God. Right. I, then I turn, then I just get really angry kind of inside right. and then you, f- you feel some of that. So Right. And I think the, I think one of the biggest things to pull out of this is like, I was listening to this podcast last night about what what's the biggest like anger trigger with kids and it's it's the inconvenience kind of 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 them like they're never right hungry when we need them to be hungry yes, or, you always. know those kinds of things and for marriage I think that at least for me I feel like there's this there's this like desire for equality like in some like when I feel like I am being unjustly attacked or I'm being unjustly hurt or wounded or there's just some sort of injustice, some or you're not being understood level. Yeah, that is where I feel like yeah. the hot places for anger to just like begin fester and like it just flares up and, and goes out of control. Right. Um, would you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Agree? I mean, just just okay. what we were talking about the we're doing a like a launch event thing mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for our family and friends and stuff and oh yeah <clears throat> you had said something and i was like i i was you too brash re- yeah, you reacted because I, <laughs> I took it like you were not understanding anyway i think it's misunderstanding is totally. always and we ended up kind of like it quickly escalated and then quickly died totally because we both realized that we were we were reacting and not being loving toward each other so right. I don't know for us, <clears throat> how does anger actually look? Right. So it's, we, we short like bad tones, which right. turns into disrespectful communication or no communication. Right. And when I say disrespectful, <laughs> it's like just ways that aren't loving. Right. Right. Um, and, and with short our kids, answers, pat answers, yeah, words that are just dripping with like yeah. <laughs> frustration, disdain, yeah. lack of respect. All of and those. then if you don't deal with that, that's the thing. Yeah. So, we talk about this in our book a little bit, and I meant to review it before this, but um, we talk about, the, you know, there's that verse, the, the Bible, it says, do not let the sun set on your anger. Ephesians 4.26. Are you going to talk about that today? Yeah, we were going to get into it okay, in well, a minute, but. Then I won't, I won't talk about that. that. <laughs> so let's. But in our, no, in our book, it's a good, it's a good part to go to. Because and the, in the Fierce I've, Marriage book that's not yet released, right, but sorry. releasing soon. Yeah. I never clarify very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all this stems from like, 
for for us, like the struggle, and I, I don't feel like us as a, a society speaking, like generally and and married couples, we we struggle with knowing how to deal with things like anger because part of us wants it, like we want it resolved at whatever cost. We just want to like check it off the list, get through it. At least that's sometimes yeah. me. While the stubborn ones of us just want to like dig our heels in and we will sit here until the other one comes over and like admits they're wrong and all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll stay I, there. You know, I love, I don't love, but Come I laugh really hard water, like, <laughs> when I think about your apologies when you're mad. <laughs> It's like, I'm fine. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. <laughs> That's not what I say. <laughs> or I'm sorry that you were offended by my words. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but like a genuine apology. I is, know. I know. know. And I experienced the other end of that today when you were you did the same to me. You gave me you gave me my apology. And I was like, That's not a real apology. Isn't that funny how marriage works out like that? So funny. Uh, your your mirrors for each other. Oh yeah. my goodness. And so, yeah, but what a safe place. I mean, I'm, we're going to get into this, but like, so we struggle with knowing how to deal with this biblically and how to deal, yeah. you know, our, the, the chapter in our book is called dealing with discord. And part of it is just, it's, it's those earthly desires that are waging war inside of us. And the only way to really like start disseminating them i don't know if that's the right word but is yeah. is just dying to those dying to those earthly desires and how it's it's by putting our minds on things above which we you read in colossians or we haven't read actually it's colossians 3 5 3 8 um but i just want to read this little part in the book that i believe you wrote maybe i'll take credit i think it's you though nope it's me <laughs> it's me Anyways, uh, we must we must constantly die to our flesh anytime our old selves, our sinful natures, come back to life. Paul instructs us instructs us to put them to death, Colossians three verse five. But how? By setting our minds on things that are above and living out of what Christ has accomplished on the cross, as we are hidden with Him. This is the place where true conflict resolution begins, hidden with Christ in God. Approaching conflict from this place of being in or hidden in Christ means living honestly and openly with each other, sacrificing your feelings, and trusting God's way to bring restoration and fullness. Um, so again, that's just kind of like the start of where I feel like hmm. resolving some anger begins and figuring out where those roots are, how to, how to understand them, and then how to start taking steps towards resolution. And it all begins... Uh, with Christ. And so then that, I think, it, and I want to mention this real quickly is mm -hmm. that there are two things. Okay. Dealing with discord. That's the name of the, this chapter, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I'd, I'd say some of the biggest growth areas in our life are because of mm -hmm. learning how to fight well. It's good. Yeah. Right. So, so much of marriage is not, can we avoid fighting? It's can, right. how can we have conflict in a healthy way? Right. Because conflict is not sin. Right. <clears throat> there's no there's no formula for no conflict <laughs> and anger no ang yeah anger itself is not necessarily sin now it's there not, is anger yeah. that's birthed out of a sinful place like self-righteousness right right that could that could lead to anger indignance which real quick james 1 19 through 20 says <clears throat> knowing this my beloved brothers let every person be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of god right so i feel like there's an anger 
from within us that is not righteous. That so he's talking about that, yeah, that, that sinful, anger. sinful sort of anger. But yeah. there's also, um, you know, the Bible warns against sinning in your anger. Right. Right. So right. anger can produce and cause us to do things. It's almost like intoxicating in a way. Yeah. When the emotions are running high mm-hmm. and you feel like this injustice is flaring up and you have to, you have, a, I mean, I'm not going to try to poke at you, but no, I do. you have a big like sense of personal justice. If something's <laughs> unjust, you need to you need to make sure that you are you have said that it's unjust, not just get through it, but you want well, to make sure want that you person feel knows it and know it <laughs> and feels how you every feel. ounce of it. <laughs> yeah, not, so not a good thing, and, friends. Not always a yeah, good thing. <laughs> but and so that in that moment, it's very um, kind of dizzying and little and intoxicating in the sense that you are almost not in your right mind. Right, and that's why the Bible warns against being slow to anger. Right, being quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to speak. Yeah, because you can't. If you're speaking and, and getting angry, you can't seek understanding. And understanding right. is the beginning of wisdom, right? right? And the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like... Well, yeah, and I think it's interesting, um, James 1. So we're reading out of James 1, and like the whole beginning of this is him telling people, like when you meet trials of every kind, like you know that the testing of your faith produced steadfastness. These are James 1... Uh, two through five, and let steadfastness fastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and reproach, and it will be given to him. So it's like, we're not trying to avoid these issues and these areas of anger. We're trying to be able to like walk through them right. from a biblical standpoint, being our identity is anchored in Christ. This is how we this is how we move forward through these things. We are quick to quick to hear, quick, quick, quick to hear, very slow to speak, very slow to become angry because it's it's hard to get, I think, to that full level of anger when you're slow to it. You have to be slow to it. If you're fast to it, you're missing, right? You're missing right. all the pieces. So if yeah. you're slow to it, you're you're seeking understanding, you're seeking wisdom, you're trying to understand why is this irritating why is this making you angry why is it bringing me to this level why are you the way that you are (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's just off this quote i couldn't resist oh why i hate the things you (laughs) poor toby poor toby um yeah so if you're if you're quick to anger then you're not understanding it's a lack of wisdom essentially it's foolishness in other words Yeah. yeah So, I mean, one of the things we talk about, I know I don't want to go off script too far here in terms of what we're trying to cover today, but in in this chapter and dealing with discord, uh, we have ground rules for, for like right. fighting, How right? How to fight well. How yeah. to fight well. Yeah. And that's, <clears throat> you know, that's one of the things that we spend a lot of time talking about because, mm-hmm. you know, it's inevitable that when you have two human beings that are sinful and even if you're, even if you're believers, mm-hmm. you're not perfect, right? And so it's inevitable that there will be conflict. So conflict it is redeemed in the gospel and that it becomes an opportunity for reconciliation, which will always point you back to mm-hmm. a healthier place, which will always point to reconciliation in Christ. It would always point you to a deeper understanding of each other. It would always point you to repentance. Right. And it always provide an opportunity for Jesus's <clears throat> strength to shine through his right. grace, his goodness through our brokenness. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I guess that's what I think we're talking about here today is dealing with anger is not just about how can we suppress it, mm-hmm. how can we hide it or avoid it. Right. It's about how do we go through it in a way that is gospel driven right. and, and deal with it and giving it to God, giving it to each other and, and handling it together. Right? right. And that comes with knowing, knowing each other, knowing, right. knowing your triggers and entering, you know, I think what is so cool 
about the marriage covenant, and I keep we keep coming back to this. We probably just need to do a segment on it. But um, it the marriage covenant is such a safe place for sanctification, mm-hmm. and it's not this license to just live however you want. Obviously, it's a call to live out of. Mm-hmm the gospel to you are a believer so therefore your heart your life is not your own your heart is being changed and transformed by the grace of god right and so your marriage becomes this safe arena for sanctification and what is that what does that look like in terms of anger it's like it's like with our kids when they they don't say please or they just sass us we say (laughs) "Uh uh-oh like let's try that again like that was not the way you should have responded or even uh oh on me like that's not the <laughs> way i that that's not the way i should have responded to you right like i shouldn't have <laughs> you're just, just going to go uh oh <laughs> i'll be right yeah uh oh <laughs> excuse me um the dishes don't just sit on the sink they don't sit on the counter uh oh what was that <laughs> are you reacting in anger again a safe place for sanctification right. so when we we blow up at each other or we have those moments of anger you know, our marriage covenant allows us to come back to each other and say, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I need to repent of this. I don't even, maybe you don't even fully understand why you blow up, why you get angry. I mean, I'm still understanding there's just layers of it and God is faithful to show me those things, but still we can come back to each other mm-hmm. and say, I'm sorry that I said this. I'm sorry that I respond or reacted like this. Can we try this again? Can I, can, and what, I mean, what better picture of grace is that than let's just, can we try this again? So that's why we spend so much time in our own lives, I think. And I think we implore you as listeners to understand what covenant is because it is, I'm convinced that most people don't understand it. And that's why, and not that you, you know, as listening to this, you don't understand it, but I'm saying that it is such a big, big, big concept. There's a reason why Huge God foundation for marriage. used the, yeah. the covenant to encapsulate right. a marriage relationship, right. right? And that you are bound by this covenant that not only will it keep you from, um, it's like you say it's safe. It's safe because I, you know I'm not going anywhere. Right. I know you're not going anywhere. Right. We can deal with this together. Right. And I, in that, where it's like we're going down a, the, the freeway 80 miles an hour in the same car. Right. Neither of us is going to jump out, right? Right. So we know that we have to deal with it, but it's also safe in the sense that I know I have to deal with you and that I'm not yeah. going to just go t- scorched earth right. all over my family right. because you're my family right. and I see you, you and me are one flesh. If I truly have that, that perspective, right. I'm not going to try and injure you right. with my words right. or you know, with how I treat you or the, or the children, but well, yeah. we're bound by this, this covenant that means that we are, we literally, right. we have to like sleep like it's in the a, same house right and it's a covenant <clears throat> that that god designed therefore ideally you know god is involved in the whole process as well it's like we're not just in here to try to like duke yeah. it out to to win and find some common ground it's like no god's given us biblical instruction on how to deal with these things and how to understand that maybe the right. issues like maybe i'm not seeing how to um i don't know <laughs> i can't think of a deal uh, like not get angry at you for not taking the garbage out or something like you said you would. It's like, what is that? It's, it's, it's having the yeah. understanding to say, okay, that is not the issue. Let me go trace this route back, find out what the issue is. Okay. What does scripture say about this? And it's so yeah. important for us to remember that like, there's no magic way to avoid all of these moments of like, of anger that we, when they come up, like when you don't do what you said you would do and I get angry about that, I need scripture to be across my head, in my heart, all over my life. Because 
then Ephesians 4.26 can come and remind me, in your anger, do not sin, do not let the sun go down. I can remember James, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. So if I'm slow, if I'm listening, then I'm going to be asking questions. Why didn't you do this? What is going on with your life? Not what, <laughs> not what is going on with your life, but what's happening <laughs> in your life that I am not understanding or I'm not seeing at this point. Um, and, and that's why, you know. And that almost always diffuses the, big, the big stuff because – if I know, like, you know, when you're being a jerk to your spouse, what? right? <laughs> yes. No, I, I know, I'm know when I'm, I'm like, kidding. when I'm just being, you know, when you're I'm being, not yeah. giving you what you deserve. Right. Right. And if you respond to that in grace and you say to me, Hey, you know what? I, I can tell that something's on, like on your mind. Absolutely. What's happening? Yeah. I, I know. I know. And like, just like seeing through that and then acknowledging yes. it. Well, it diffuses me that I can say, Oh my yeah. word, you're right. And yeah. I haven't really articulated it, but. I'm just, this is really bugging me right now. Right, And absolutely. here's why I'm just being so short and I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's both, of course, both of you have to come to the table right. with the goal of reconciling. If one person just wants to be right. a jerk and be angry and all that, yeah. then it then it, <clears throat> it's going to be a lot harder. But um, one other thing I want to mention is that there's different degrees of disagreement, right? And so we, you mentioned like the garbage thing, right? That's a pretty... It, I mean, that can go well, deep just if there's saying, a disrespect core to that. Right. Or if it's just, I'm annoyed. And well, I'm we just saying, about, like, like the Bible doesn't say what to do to your husband if they don't take the garbage out. That's what right. I'm trying to illustrate. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the reason why is because, you know, it's... There's a core issue that's... The, and, yeah, and the wisdom compels us to communicate and seek reconciliation through all manner of disagreement, right? Right. So we would call that kind of a... Um, uh, a small issue disagreement. There's also uh, what we would call like core issue disagreements. Right. Where if there's um, a, a, a belief that's different, right? Mm-hmm. Like we think one way about raising our kids or one way about, um, you know, our role in God's kingdom or the church. Or some people, if you don't even believe, right. then there's going to be core issue disagreements. And those aren't going to be handled just through better communication. Those are going to be handled through the transformation um, that only the gospel brings, right? And usually through communication, through hearing the word, um, Hearing, hearing by the word, those sorts of things yeah, um, to bring faith to the, to the equation. So, so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so I guess what, um, our couple's challenge might be in this, again, we can't cover, we're not covering all of anger. I feel like we're just kind of jumping into it and how to, how to identify Every podcast it, feels to, like that. I know we need to do a series, um, uh, well, they're just marriage is so it's so nuanced and com- complex yeah. on things like this because you, we kind of speak from our own instance, hoping our own experience, right. hoping that people will glean from it. But I think the big theme mm-hmm. here is, and well, this will come down to the couple's challenge. The big theme is uh, seek wisdom, right? In in your anger, not necessarily while you're in it, but beforehand, right? Knowing how to how to love each other through right. it. How to um, be, you know, maybe some there, and there are lots of psychological kind of like tools for how to be slow to speak and, and mm-hmm. you know, how to slow yourself down. Well, I'm thinking of like anger management yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Goose Fraba. <laughs> uh, well, I think that, like, yeah, with James saying, be quick to listen, I mean, what does that say? And be slow to speak and slow to become <clears throat> angry. So, what does that mean? Like, be slow to respond, really. Like, slow to, like, not respond, react out of that anger well, is what the, I feel like it's calling us yeah. to, to do. And James is definitely speaking to a exactly. sense of like like deep desire to want um, to know and yeah. to care about someone else, right? It's so so you can't good. listen, like you can, but it's a lot harder to be really selfish when, you, when you're quick to listen, right? Right, right, right. So good. So sorry, off that, jumping into our couple's challenge, um, take some time 
set aside some time, be intentional, talk with your spouse, and maybe even go one step further of writing down maybe what are, can you identify any like anger triggers in your marriage or in each other? Like probably hmm. in yourself, start with yourself. <laughs> I'll just point out. <laughs> this is a recipe for anger right here. Um, but just uh, write down some anger triggers, like maybe separately and then talk to each other about them. So what are your anger triggers? What are anger triggers maybe you see within your marriage? Um, and then try to trace them back, like obviously, so the garbage, <laughs> you didn't do this, or you, oh, okay, so I'm seeing you're not doing what you're saying you're doing, you want, you will do, and this may, this is frustrating to me, and it causes me to get angry, like why does it cause me to get angry, why are you dealing with this, why are you not responding, so kind of unpacking some so of that. So what, what, what's your anger trigger for, for me? I just <laughs> Putting said, you on the spot. I just said that. The garbage? No, not doing something when you say you'll do it, like, Yeah. Time frames, you know what they are. Well, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> I'm trying to do the couple's challenge. Oh my goodness! That can I say mine? <laughs> after the couple's challenge, still trying to get through this. So write them down, talk about them, and dive into scripture and discover what it says and how it instructs you in those those bigger heart issues and in the root areas of your life. James and Colossians are great books to start with. James one is I just cannot get enough it's so instructing and so clear and um yeah i just pray that the holy spirit would continue to open your guys's eyes and hearts um as he has opened ours to to learning and growing mm. and diving deeper into his word um the yeah. truth and wisdom that's good and a tangible thing just to mention that we've learned uh over our years married is the idea of fighting naked <laughs> <laughs> that's a big can of worms but just to, as you're thinking through this stuff the idea of fighting naked is it's funny when you think about it literally right because if one of you if you're just angry obviously not in front of your kids or anything like that or in public Let's keep it classy <laughs> but like people. you're you know if if, if you if i'm frustrated and all of a sudden you start just disrobing <laughs> it's gonna be pretty hard so that's the you funny part of it. You can see how it. that works on different levels, probably. <laughs> that's the funny part of it. But really, there's a deeper truth there, and yeah. that is that you're not, when you're naked, metaphorically, emotionally, spiritually, right. um, and you you can't bring weapons with you to, into battle when you're naked. <laughs> right? Right? You can't have, you can't like be wielding like a broadsword. And so what that means is like basically fighting fair and um, being, being vulnerable with each other not guarding yourself with armor. Um, you know, so there's a lot there. So anyway, just think on that. We wrote about that at, at length in the book as well. The whole fighting naked. Uh, Hopefully that concept. encourages you to yes. <clears throat> pick, pick a few, pick a few, pick copies up a up. few copies. Anyway, if you're curious about the book, by the way, fierce marriage book.com. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of information there on it. Yes. And, um, you can buy it pretty much anywhere where books are sold. Buy one for you, buy one for a friend, go through it together. Or buy stuff. one for you, buy one for your spouse, and you'll get a pair of fierce rings, which are, are the rings that I mentioned earlier. Do that too. Do yeah. all of the things. Or buy four copies and get a free 31-Day Pursuit Challenge book bundle. Book bundle. Book bundle. That sounds good. <laughs> nifty gifties are with that. Yeah, little nifty gifties. <laughs> By the way, my voice is weird. My, my throat hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll pray for you at the end. Yeah. So uh, we do have a quick Q&A coming yeah. right up. It's a question that we hope that you will enjoy hearing, and we will be right back. Okay, so we're back with our segment of a quick question and answer for, uh, let's see. Naomi. From Naomi. Yeah. 
Um, so these are listeners or people who've read some stuff and have questions. If you want to write in or have questions, you can text them in or call them in at 971-333-1120. Or you can ask us anything at fiercemarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K. Um, so Naomi writes, my husband lost his faith since we got married, but he keeps on using Bible rules to support my submission to him, controlling me or not letting mm. me be involved in church because he says so and I should respect him. Any advice? Mm. That's a big one. We do. We did um, a podcast episode about biblical roles and we talked about... Yeah, well, just last week's episode was, was week? like the redeeming this idea of, <laughs> of respect. respect. Right, right. We also had another one on submission and headship. Yeah, which that was um, a good one. Redeeming yeah, headship. maybe check those out. Yeah, um, I think <clears throat> very quickly, uh, you know that there's not. You know, <laughs> this is one of those like Christian answers, and I, I apologize in advance, but only only God can create change in someone's heart, right? right. And it's Christian for a reason, because that's what we believe. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is the one who does the changing. The gospel, by the power of God and through the Holy, power of the Holy Spirit, will transform uh, your husband's heart. Um, now, that's just, its I think it's just manipulative, mm-hmm. if I could just use that word, to be, you know, first off, even if even if he were, you know, if, if, he, if you consider him not someone who had lost his faith, mm-hmm. uh, a man loving his wife well is not going to use... Yes. Bible rules, quote unquote, <laughs> to make you submit to him. Right. 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 God or control God, you. Yeah. God leads us in, in, <clears throat> in his kindness. Like he draws us near to him. He, so how yeah. could, how, so that response from a husband is very, right. it's, it's not out of a place of, of Jesus well, or it's, it's a distortion. It's a distortion. It's a distortion of, of, you know, a, a true a, understanding a, a, of, an amazing thing. Yeah. This idea of headship and submission is a beautiful thing with yes. a right understanding. If yes. it's twisted, you get this. Yes. Yeah. And, and so just know that that's, that's there. Uh, there's a, the other part of the question, Naomi is, um, he's not letting you uh, get involved in church quote unquote, because he says so, and you should respect him. Um, well, the says, church involvement thing, should it, I respect him is, and I should respect him. So he's saying, I just want to be clear. He he's saying he doesn't want you to go to church because he said be so. Be involved in church. Be involved in church because he said so, and you should respect him in that. That's what he's yeah. saying, and you are saying, Ryan. Yeah, well, I'm saying that uh, not all church involvement is healthy for your marriage sure. all the time. Sure. So you need to be wise in that. We've experienced and, that. Yeah, we've experienced that. <clears throat> in that, if there's some there's some reason he's saying this, right? right. Either because of your schedule. Or because he doesn't like the church, yeah. or he doesn't um, think faith is genuine. So there's a lot that has to happen there. I think the best advice we can give you, if you haven't done it, is find a good counselor mm-hmm. who's gonna who's gonna walk alongside you um, in the context of God's word. Right. Go find you know a pastor, counselor, anybody who can walk alongside you, um, because. He, uh, answering a question like this, I can we can speak broadly, but without knowing you or him, right. um, it's going to be very unfair to him. It's going to be unfair to you, right. and you're going to you need somebody who knows you who can walk alongside you. Right. Um, also, find friends who love Jesus and love you, mm-hmm. and help and, and get them to encourage you, pray for you, pray for him, encourage him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and outside of community, this kind of stuff is is any answer we give is going to be inadequate. So. Right. Hopefully that helps. Um, like Selena said, give some signs, point some directions. Yeah, and- yeah. So we we consider ourselves we're traffic air traffic controllers. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. We just you know we we point you to people who hopefully can help you um, in deeper ways. Right. But if you have a question, um, just like Naomi did, we'd love to hear it. We do read them yeah. about every week. We try to answer them. We're actually doing a Q and A. Q&A. Um, 
later on mm -hmm. um, that will answer a ton more questions. Mm -hmm. I think that might be next week's yeah. podcast. Um, but essentially, uh, if you want to ask those questions, go to fiercemarriage.com slash ask. <clears throat> if you want to call in and leave a voicemail or text a question in, do that yeah. via this phone number, 971-333-1120. So aside from that, I think uh, I think this show is about wrapped up if you have enjoyed this and we've earned it we would really appreciate your subscription yeah we'd also appreciate your rating um on itunes or your podcasting app of choice and even a review that, tell that, somebody tell somebody <laughs> in the app because yeah. you have other people who, who are trying to find stuff and a lot of times yeah. they i know i do this i'll read the the i'll read the reviews mm -hmm. because i want to know what is someone's like candid perspective totally on that. totally so if this has helped you um and then you think it'll help somebody else, then you got to yeah. say something. It yeah. takes like 30 seconds to a minute, yeah. um, and it helps us. It helps the community. It helps kind of the body of believers online. Mm -hmm. So other than that. Yeah. The show's not wrapped up. It's in the can. <laughs> that's our thing. Just, it's like, yeah, that's the way the cookie yeah. crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're probably we're doing our Q&A. We'll do our mm -hmm. live Q&A. <clears throat> That'll be the podcast next week, I believe. And, then, and um, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it at least one more time. Fierce Marriage, the book, is coming out mm -hmm. in like five weeks. We really believe in, in this this work. Yeah. We believe that God's been doing um, some good we've stuff prayed in. over it a lot. We've gotten, there's been more people involved in this book than anywhere else, oh both goodness. on the yeah. theological side, on the helping us write in a way that's interesting side. Yes. <laughs> um, also typos and things like we've, that. Yeah, it's us sharing our story as yeah. well as like what the whole parallel of marriage yeah. and how God has just changed and redeemed us and what he's taught us and what we're still learning. Yeah. It's yeah so, so we good. try to be as helpful as possible by giving tangible tools like fighting naked and things yes. like that. Um, <laughs> go through the big, the big areas of yeah. marriage, sex, communication, finances, uh, conflict, right. and what else? Uh, <laughs> you just <laughs> have to buy one. the book. I <laughs> there's mean, another one you just got to buy the book. Priorities. There it was. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. <laughs> um, but that's after we talk about, so that's the helpful stuff. That's after we talk about the hopeful <laughs> stuff, which is really what matters to right. us. It's like, what is the gospel? Right. How does it bear weight on our lives? How does it dictate what love is, what right. covenant is? How, how do we get the most joy out of those things according to God's right. amazing, beautiful, wonderful design? Yep. Marriage truly is a gift. It is. And we'd be short selling you if we just said, hey, do these things and you'll have a good marriage because yes. we all know that doesn't work for very long. Marriage is a gift. It is one of the most obvious ways that God has blessed yes. us is through, and it hasn't been easy, but I can tell you it's been very fruitful, very wonderful. And so anyway, Fierce Marriage, the book that is coming out is our story plus yes. all that. So go to fiercemarriagebook.com fierce okay. and you will be able to get uh, all the details on it and hopefully buy a couple copies. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank nope, you so nope, much. slow down. We've Sorry. been slacking on our praying, praying for them. <laughs> okay. And I have to pray for you because your throat hurts. You yeah, said. it's bad. It hurts bad right oh, now. Okay. Jesus, thank you so much for these listeners. Thank you for the marriages that are being um, touched by you, God, and that you are constantly at work. God, that you're sovereign, that we can trust you, we can rest assured in you. Um, Jesus, thank you for the work that you accomplished on the cross. Help us to draw those clear lines to our marriages and the struggles. Thank you that you use them to sanctify mm -hmm. us. I pray that you would uh, strengthen marriages, that you would bless yeah. marriages, that you would um, solidify them. I do pray for health. I pray for health in my husband, um, that you would help his throat to feel better, his whole body, um, to be able to operate and do all that he needs to do, God, for, for you. And I thank you for mm -hmm. him, his leadership and his love. Um, we just dedicate this podcast to you and thank you for teaching us and leading us in grace and mm -hmm. love and your new mercies every day just keep us sustained we love you yeah. god in your name amen amen all right 
All right, that is actually in the can. And uh, we will see you in about seven days, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.